What's up? This is the 7-Minute Theologian. Uh, I am Luke Cowart, joined with Mitch Green, and today we're talking about the second second sacrament. We've already talked about baptism. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Uh, but this is about the Lord's table. This is going to be about communion and what's going on. Why do we still you know, utilize communion weekly, if not, you know, at least once a month in some of your congregations. Uh, what's the point of the Lord's table and how did it come about? And so first, the th- first thing I want to talk about with the Lord's table is rest. This is not often a, where most people would take communion and why we take communion, not always going to be talking about rest, but I think it actually might be the most important thing about communion. That what what's going on when we take communion is a is we are we are remembering the work of Jesus Christ that that He has called us just similar similar to baptism to remember my death and my resurrection and you do that by taking and eating the body of and you consuming the blood of Jesus the symbol that we take the the juice and we take the bread is remembering what Jesus has done and in fact He's called us to rest in the assurance of his death and resurrection because we as Christians have joined Jesus in his death and his resurrection. We talked about that, about the symbol of baptism is us actually joining him in that symbolic, well, in that symbolic form. Well, what we're doing when we take communion is we are resting in the assurance of Jesus that I believe that we actually can take that moment and to be reassured of the confidence, of the faithfulness, and of the love of God sending his son on the cross. Yeah, so in Matthew chapter 26, when Jesus instructs his disciples to do the act of communion, Lord's Supper, Lord's Table, whatever you want to call it, um, what he is doing, he is giving them this practice to remember, Mm -hmm. as Luke said, to sit in the truth that Christ has died for them. Um, And so they're reminded of that through the bread, and through the juice but i think it's even more than that it's like why are these the elements well these are very common elements for them so they see these things everywhere they go and i'll tell you what after some you know pretty um, powerful communion moments in my life there can be weeks where i walk through the bread aisle and i see it a little bit differently Mm -hmm. and i think that's intentional i think that jesus wants to say here are these common elements that you're going to see in your daily lives for them you're going to see them every day Mm -hmm. and these are going to remind you of what I've done for you and the rest that you have in that. So I think that remembrance piece is huge. The second thing is the word communion. So we're talking about our common union with Christ through his death on the cross, but also our common union with one another, the community that we find ourselves in. So baptism is something that we do with our brothers and sisters in Christ. So when we're doing this, we are saying that we all are standing in the work of Jesus together. Now, one thing that's really important with that is that if you're not in community with a brother and sister in Christ, while you're in the moment of taking baptism, there's an opportunity there to say that you need, oh, sorry, wait, sorry, when you're taking communion, there's an opportunity there to say, we need to reconcile our differences here. And we need to remind ourselves if our differences are not of the utmost importance, that they're not above our relationship with Christ, then we can still take communion together. And there have been some beautiful moments throughout the history of the world where people disagree on incredible things, but we say, you know, what we can take communion together because we have the same foundation yes. in Christ. What is essential is what unifies us in our community. Yes. Now, those listening, this is why church, and I will say attendance, I will use the word church attendance and being in community with brothers and sisters 
who are like-minded in Christ is vital. It is so important to the Christian experience. It's so important to your own personal relationship with Jesus, and it's vital for the community of believers in which you go on Sunday morning to worship with. This is what creates union, unity with, with one another. This is what creates common ground at the foot of the cross, that when we are joining uh, uh, one another at the Lord's table, we are all saying that this is the most important thing. Nothing, everything pales in comparison to what Christ has done for us, and if you call yourself a Christian, then everything is second or 90th, if you will, to what Jesus has done. Yeah, so Jesus uses the language where he says, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of mm -hmm. me. Um, in Acts chapter 2, we see the language that says that daily they gathered together in their homes yes. and they broke bread. So this is actually something that we're probably not doing enough mm -hmm. <laughs> in yeah. our life and yeah. in our churches, um, yeah. that we're not reminded as we gather around a meal. Um, if it's as simple as, you know, a piece of bread and a cup of juice, that we're reminded of the unity that we have is founded on Christ, that it's not anything else. And so that's what we're standing in together in baptism is that we're saying, you know what, that you, I, person to my left, person to my right, person in front of me, that we stand on this foundation of Christ and this is what unites us. Not that we like each other, not that we think we're funny, not that yeah. we're this social club, but that our foundation is on the work of Christ yeah. on the cross. And so as often as we do that act of baptism, we're reminding ourselves yeah. of what Christ has done for us. And we should welcome everybody into that. There's another piece of this, though. This is why you may often hear someone in your church say, you know, if you're not a Christian, we're going to ask that you just let, you just let the plate pass. Mm -hmm. And you've probably heard this. I think pretty much every church in America says something like that. And you're probably like, what are they doing? Or it just flies over your head. The reason they're doing this is because this act of communion is sacred. Yeah. So what we're saying is that like this is for those who are in Christ. And what you're saying is I have a union with my brothers and sisters in Christ that is not. bigger than my union with all those outside the world. Right. Now... The issue is, this could be a whole nother podcast, but is that we don't all often represent that union once we break away from the table. That's right. But it should be a reminder to us. When you take communion this next Sunday or whenever you do, look around at the people in the room and remind yourself that while you may vote differently, you may think differently, you have different interests, you have different things, you're gathered because of the greatest union in your life, which is the union yeah. that you have with Christ. Often I hear uh, communion being kind of explained like a pilgrim's rest. And what that means is all of us, if you deal with anxiety, if you deal with depression, if you deal with loneliness, if you deal with this hidden sin, if you deal with different struggles, what happens is the Christian pilgrim who's on this journey towards becoming more like Christ, everybody's in different portions, different, different moments, some further, further down the road, some have been on the journey longer, some have just started the journey. The point is, once we take communion, what that is representing is, look, all brothers and sisters are stopping and resting in the truth that Jesus came, he died, and he rose again, and we are living in remembrance of Jesus Christ, all in unity above any other problem, any other struggle that we will ever have. The Lord's table makes the foot of the cross so even for us that we can be assured in our salvation in Jesus. This is the 7-Minute Theologian. Thanks for tuning in.